You're listening to the Vikes Verified Podcast. Welcome back, Vikings Nation. Back in the booth, this is the Vikes Verified Podcast. Vikings 5-1 and one coming off the bye week. Squeezed out a 24-16 win in Miami previous to the bye. Very slow start on offense for us in that one. Defense made some big plays for us to ultimately come out with a win. But overall, another kind of quote-unquote ugly win that we've been talking about with the Vikings so far this season. Haven't been able to dominate a game thoroughly. Uh, great to see Dalvin finally break a big touchdown. Matt, how'd you feel about that game down in Miami? And what do you think can take this team to the next level in terms of closing and finishing games? That was a big-time win in Miami. And on the road, uh, we had ad- adverse conditions on the sideline with the heat and everything. Sounds like we really Over 100 pre- degrees. Sounds like we really prepped them well. Big plays from Dalvin Cook, Patrick Peterson, um, you know, at, at really opportune times. It's what this uh, team has done all season, and it's the reason why we're 5-1 and one and uh, really coming off of the bye with a chance to improve that against the Arizona Cardinals back at home at U.S. Bank. Uh, but overall, what a great win. Huge, uh, uh, you know, have this position in the division uh, with the Packers faltering, which we'll touch on later. Yep. Um, but uh, we really have a stronghold on the division, and I'm excited to see what we can do against Arizona on Sunday. Yeah, and you mentioned Patrick Peterson there. Um, kind of find the fountain of youth here. His best start to a season in four years uh, has really played well for us in the coverage game so far this season. Uh, had a pick, called that one out before the game, too. He was back home, Fort Lauderdale native, got a pick in his hometown. He's predicting two against Arizona this week. How great has it been to see the vet kind of revive himself and become that number one corner that we've needed this season? Well, he's always had it. It's just last year everyone kind of questioned if it was his age. Um, you know, I think just him being able to perform like this really just solidifies what a great player he is and what a great captain to have on this team. Um, great guy in the locker room, great guy on the field, off the field. Just uh, an awesome guy that we can, uh, you know, really trust in that secondary, and it's exactly what we need, just like what you touched on, um, especially with Booth kind of being injured early. Uh, Cam Dantzler stepped up, though, as well. So, so far, this secondary's done its job, and that's really a, a big part of what this defense has been able to do. Yeah, the veteran leadership is just shining through and through right now. Harrison Smith making, in my opinion, the play of the game, that forced fumble on Jalen Waddle towards the end of the game, allowing us to recover, uh, take the ball over, and ultimately run some clock down. Um, Just getting timely turnovers from this defense. Uh, And it starts with those vets back in the secondary. You know, they might not have as much juice as they had earlier on in their career, but I think when you get to be that veteran, you start playing with your mind a little bit more. You take your preparation seriously. Uh, These guys are definitely making a huge impact for us still well into their 30s. Uh, Looking at coming off the bye week here, gives our team a little bit more of an opportunity to maybe get healthy. You saw the first injury report come out with just Jalen Naylor, hamstring. Um, How big do you think this week has been for our overall health and getting guys like Andrew Booth maybe back up to speed so we can see an impact from him? It's been a great season health-wise for the Vikings, and a big reason for that is the sports science um, addition that Kevin O'Connell has brought to this team. They've done things a little bit differently than a lot of other training staffs will do, and I think it's um, really paid off. Like, for example, our practices were somewhat lighter compared to a lot of teams in the NFL. Um, Another example was when we went to London. 
they decided to leave later so that they didn't have to acclimate to that uh, time change. So little decisions like that and their overall um, strategy has really kept this team healthy so far. So knock on wood for that, obviously. But um, it's really good to see, especially with a team like Arizona who is hampered with injuries. Their injury report is a long list. Ours is very, very short. So uh, you got to be very thankful for this and just hope that this continues through the season. Yeah, and they say the best ability in this league is availability a lot of the time and we can get a majority if not all of your best players on the field at the same time um, your chances of win just increase and looking at the Arizona Cardinals like you said a very banged up team right now uh, kind of have struggled to find an identity on offense got DeAndre Hopkins back last week we know about Kyler Murray and how mobile he is in the pocket uh, Cliff Kingsbury uh, I don't want to say he's on the hot seat, but it, there's definitely some question regarding his ability to lead this team with all the talent they have. What kind of challenge do you think Arizona poses for us, and what players on this roster are you most worried about against our Vikings offense and defense? Well, it starts with Kyler Murray. He's been, um, you know, he's been a he's always been a really good quarterback, very fast, can throw on the run. So for this defense to really step up and contain him is going to be huge. I think a guy like Brian Asamoa is going to get uh, the most reps that we've seen him have th- through this season. He's going to be spying Kyler Murray QB a lot. spiral, yeah. Um, and I really think that's how you got to play him. And it's big on the DNs to be containing as well. So starts there. But, you know, having D-Hop back, that presents another challenge. Robbie Anderson is really a wild card with him being a, a recent addition. James Conner is a great red zone guy and their defense has players too buddha baker the list goes on and on um so this is a very talented team i think the coaching we may have an advantage there nothing against cliff but i uh i'm not a big fan of cliff personally so it seems like there's some some tension and some riffs uh especially between cliff and kyler so and we got the release of call of duty on friday so Kyler should that. be distracted. Looking forward to double XP weekend. Shout but. out to Bonham Warfare, but um, I expect us to really uh, perform against this team and, and out coach them and out uh, play them because uh, I think we are a superior team overall. Yeah, and if I'm at Donatello this week, I'm putting an emphasis on keeping Kyler Murray in the pocket. You see some of his biggest plays uh, coming when he's improvising outside of the pocket, looking downfield for these receivers to reroute. Uh, if we can keep him in the pocket and get our hands up, I mean, you look at the amount of balls that he has batted down at the line of scrimmage to, only being about five foot eight there, standing among the Giants in the trenches. So if we don't even get to the quarterback, if we just have our hands up all game, make him make throws from the pocket, that's when I think our chances to win this game increase dramatically. Containing him is going to be an emphasis for this defense and uh, can really make or break what they can do offensively, and I think we're going to make some turnovers on them, so that's going to be a huge key for us there in that game. Another uh, key that I would really uh, like to zone in on is the run game. Uh, last game, Dalvin did break one, which was awesome, especially in his hometown, 305. Um, but so far, the the run game has been hit and miss, really not that explosive as we've seen in past years. So for him to really break open here against Arizona, I think this is a huge opportunity. He's been really waiting to just crack a couple open all the way, and he finally got one last week. I I really think it's just a matter of time before we see that, that big breakout game from him. Yeah, and touching on that, I mean, from a schematic standpoint, what do you see as maybe something we've been lacking? Uh, to me, it's kind of the toss sweep action, getting our – 
guys like Dalvin Cook, Jalen Rager to the edge uh, between the tackles getting bottled up all game gets hard to watch after a while. Uh, we've seen that a couple times this season where maybe we break one or two uh, decent-sized chunk runs, but for the most part we're getting bottled up for one, two, three, four yards a pop. Um, not a very efficient way to get ahead of the stick. So um, just seeing some more stuff to the perimeter, get us moving east and west a little bit. I think we have enough team speed uh, to beat teams to the edge. Do you agree, do you agree with that, Matt? Yeah, the inside run game has really been what's held us back. Um, we just haven't been able to get the push, and it seems like just like what you're saying on with the outside zone just creates more open lanes for Dalvin and gives him a little bit more time for that cutback. I really do think we need to emphasize it more in the run game and, and give him those looks that he's been succeeding in. Uh, still get some carries up the middle, but I do think we need to kind of alter the way we've been uh, running the ball. And, you know, another piece that's going to be interesting to watch in this running back room is Alex Madison. Been rumored to be on the trade market potentially, especially if the Vikings are looking to offload a contract. He's a really great player. I think it's a matter of time before he becomes, uh, you know, an RB1 or competing for that type of role, maybe a back backfield duo. Uh, Nick, do you see him? Do you see him staying on the team or could you see him being traded? Well, I just think in terms of capital we have to trade right now, he's definitely one of our biggest pieces to leverage. So that is the reason I could see him going, like you said, going and competing in another backfield, uh, possibly taking on an RB1 role. He is a great change of pace back to Dalvin. I mean, they pride themselves on running the same style. I know we've heard them say that before, but uh, Madison's downhill style compared to Dalvin's kind of one-cut elusive style is definitely a great change of pace. Um, he reminds me a little bit of a Melvin Gordon type back. He gets downhill and he's really strong uh, with the ball in his hands. Also has a nose for the goal line as well. So um, as long as we can keep him in purple, I'm going to be happy about it. But uh, like you said, I just think in terms of uh, what we have for capital and who what our team needs are around the league, he'd be one of the guys that we certainly could move. There's also been rumors of the Vikings trying to bring in maybe another tight end or a guy who can stretch the field vertically. A couple names I've heard are Mike Gesicki from the Miami Dolphins, uh, just gritted on us last week. And then another name I'm hearing is Brandon Cooks, longtime veteran known for his uh, deep threat ability down the field. Uh, if you were to pick between those two styles of players or those two guys in particular, who do you think would be a better addition for us? I think it's more likely that we add a tight end um wide receiver i feel like we have enough there i could with jalen rager i kind of consider him that downfield threat so i'd like to see the offense include him more um another guy that's been mentioned kj hamler greedy yeah. williams a guy like greedy williams i think could really help this team um really add another cornerback and allow this defensive back room to uh, get that depth that it needs so i see corner or tight end being more realistic options there yeah, uh, I see Greedy Williams being a good addition as well. I just think adding depth to that cornerback room is never a bad thing, especially when you get to the latter weeks of the season. Uh, you never know if Pat Peterson or Cam Dantzler weren't to start a game for us down the stretch. We'd want to have guys that we trust there for sure. So uh, look for us to make a move here. I mean, this deadline's coming up quickly, and I would not be surprised to see maybe two to three altercations to our 53-man roster going forward. Um, Mike Kosicki, personally, I think would be a great addition for us. I've been a fan of his game. I think one guy, we we have Irv, who's kind of known as a yak guy, a little bit more of a gadget guy at the tight end spot. Kosicki's that true go-up-and-get-it tight end. Uh, you can throw him jump balls in the red zone. Reminds me a lot of Rudolph with his jump ball ability, but he's even longer than Rudolph was. 
Uh, so just giving Kirk that ultimate catch radius to throw to, I think is never a bad thing, especially when we're trying to put touchdowns on the board instead of field goals. All right, Matt, I'm going to throw some stat predictions at you here. Kyler Murray is going to be the first one. Kyler Murray over under 255 yards passing. I'm going to go over there. I think they're going to throw the ball around a lot, and I consider us to hopefully get out to an early lead, which would entail for them to throw even more. So I'll go the over there. I think Kyler uh, has enough attempts where he gets over that. Okay, and next one, DeAndre Hopkins. He's got fresh legs coming straight off the suspended list. Uh, Had a pretty good week his first week back. Uh, Second week, he's looking for more. We're going to go DeAndre Hopkins over under 85 reception yards. I'm going to go over there again. I think he's really the one that will have a really good game. Outside of that, I think our defense uh, should be able to shut down most of this offense. But uh, seeing what he did last week and how much of a focal point he is just in that first week, I expect him to have uh, a pretty good day. Okay, and looking at our defense, Patrick Peterson, somewhat of a revenge game here against Arizona, spent all those all-pro years down there in the desert. He's predicted two picks in this one. I'm going to be a little more gracious on him. I'm going to set his line at one. Does he get another pick this week? Yes, for sure. I'm Ryan with Pat Pete. This is a revenge game. Uh, You know he plays with the chip on his shoulder against his former organization. He said it himself. He sees two. I definitely see him getting one. Get the man two. Let's ride P2. Time to have a game. Let's go. We'll touch on some Vikings over-unders. I'm going to give you Dalvin Cook. He found the end zone last week. Does he find the end zone again this week? Yes, sir. Dalvin's going to get one this week. I see it being in the receiving game. Look for him on a swing pass, maybe a screen from about the 15. I see him getting in there. Justin Jefferson had a couple tough weeks, uh, you know, weeks like three and four. But other than that, he's been excellent. Do you see him giving, getting over the 100-yard mark? I do see him getting right around the 100-yard mark. I'm sadly going to place it a slightly under at about 90 yards i see adam thielen kj osborne irv smith i see a spread in the love in this one out of the bye week i think an emphasis is getting touches uh to our entire offense and teams are starting to key in on jefferson look for about 90 yards from jj and finishing off with kirk cousins do you see him getting over under one and a half touchdown passing touchdowns I'm going to hammer the over on that one. I see Kirk with two to three at least, uh, maybe four. There's a couple guys on that defense I am a little bit concerned about. You looked at uh, Marco Wilson's pick last week, uh, great athletic corner they have there, and then Isaiah Simmons in the middle of the field, uh, one-handed pick six. Uh, he's been a player out of Clemson that I've just been waiting to develop into the player he's now become. He's a rangy linebacker. He's great in coverage. I think those are the kind of guys that Kirk struggled with in the past. Um, I do see him getting it in the end zone two times at least this week. Throwing some predictions at you for the Arizona-Minnesota matchup at U.S. Bank. I'll start it off. I think the Vikings will carry on to 6-1, and one, coming off the bye with that extra rest, time to prep for Arizona. I see them having a really nice game um, and one that is maybe more of a statement, especially with all these close ones. I'm going to say 31-23 Vikings. Love that prediction. I also see us in the 30s. I'm going to get into that. First of all, Vikings going 6-1 and one would be our best start in 13 years. Uh, totally healthy roster right now. Uh, it's never looked like a better time to take advantage and set the standard for what this season could be. There's a lot of competitive teams up there in the NFC East kind of looking at us, seeing if we're for real right now. 
this is a chance to make a big statement against a team that has some head coach uh, quarterback turmoil. Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury not really seeing eye to eye right now. I think this is an offense that we can outscore. It's going to come down if we can contain Kyler Murray and not shoot ourselves in the foot. We've been one of the least penalized teams in the league so far this season. Uh, it's been great to see our discipline, but that can change at any point. we got to be solid week in and week out. I think the best way to win games is not to lose them yourself, right? Yes, sir. It's time to go get that W, get to 6-1, and one, uh, really keep this train rolling, and separate ourselves in the NFC North. Let's ride, baby. Vikes Nation, let's go. Let's go, Vikes.